Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And then literally you just, you just, you know, place out your six prize cards. So like if they're running like a Maridon, like literally you just drop damage on three Pokemon. As soon as you hit the 10, switch in, <laughs> save lie, boom, 30, 30, 30, 30. That's so nasty, Game. dude. Because it does, because it does 120. So that's 30 times four. Yeah. So <laughs> there, was, there was one game I played against uh, one of the um, the battle deck Maridons, and they had the Regilecki. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they had two Regileckis on there, like the V Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hit both of them and the Flaffy just to be fun. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> technically, it told me I had to take seven prizes. <laughs> Oh what? my god. Dude, you're trolling, man. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. You're listening to BTW. I'm Walk at Dad 17. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. I am Dino. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. I'm AstroZombie954. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW, and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers! I want to make it work really bad. Like, I want to, like, get it, like, to where I can run it, because it's such a, it is such a troll deck. Yeah. You should because show back up to that that challenge site and just be like, if you thought Roaring Moon was a troll deck, just boy, do you this. have something in store because for it you. Makes, because seriously, you don't take prize cards. Yeah. Because the only other attacker besides Sableye is Cramorant. Mm-hmm. You're not attacking with Serena. You're just dropping damage. And you're using the panic mask so that to, they can't attack you. So they you, can't right? attack you. And they're like burning through their like bosses and counter catchers. Yep. So they burn through all that. And then when you put Sableye out, you throw a panic mask on Sableye. And then they can't do nothing to Sableye. Such a troll. God damn. <laughs> See, this is how 
you know this is like a car a tcg podcast as we're all holding cards <laughs> uh, no i'm literally <laughs> sleeving up energy cards yeah so that i have like, a new because i i was oh chris i, I got this ones. do you have this color i got this one the valor is that yeah. like the uh ivory it's like, yeah it's kind of like it looked like more like a like a eggshell type of color i mean i don't know if you can tell yeah yeah it's the dual mat yeah ah i saw yeah. the um these new ones they're called aurora mm-hmm. it's like a seafoam green type it's like the new it's like the new color they like voted on that color right? yeah it was like yeah. a player's choice color it looks so pretty yeah i have to buy them have to there buy you it, go so. um but yeah no how, was... how often are you re-sleeving because you're uh, playing quite often. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. I probably re-sleeve like twice a month. Okay. Like what? Like if I use like Lugia, like I used, I was using it a lot. So within like a month of play, like I re-sleeved it like the original time and then probably one more time. Just okay. like when I saw like Ben's in like corners or something like that, or, um, you know, how, but how, like, how often would you say like a month? Like, like I'll give you an example. So, like, this month, it's basically the end of the month of November. So, how many times have you played in a tournament this month of November? Um, hold on, because I have, I have, because like, I want, I'm kind of trying to get an idea of like how many, like, usage like of that those sleeves you got to use like if it was like twice and then like oh shit like that's expensive right but if you got to use it like more than like eight times or maybe make, six i had to make a calendar <laughs> tcg share, calendar a tcg calendar to share with with the missus yeah. so that she knew where everything was and when everything was because there's mm-hmm. so many let's see one two three because i think four, it goes like five three Six, seven, nine. Uh, besides my regular Thursday nights, nine. Between cups and challenges. Nine? I mean, that's... So, <clears throat> you would say you've gone to nine, but you really use the same deck, right? No, I've, I was I used until this last one when Roaring Moon came out. Um, I used Lugia pretty much the entire time, and then I tried one time with my Lost Zone and mm-hmm. failed miserably. <laughs> um, not my new Lost Zone, but just like the regular one with Dragonite, uh, and then went back to Lugia. Is the Lost Zone with Dragonite still common? Because I barely see a Dragonite with the Lost Zone now. Uh, Lost Box Giratina is the preferred lost box right now mm-hmm. um actually right now between that and the they're calling it the toward box the what box? that was crazy the, the toward the toward lost box build that he played in uh in poland this weekend this past weekend i think he came in like fourth place with it uh he came in fifth fifth mm-hmm. yeah it's got Palkia, it's got Roaring Moon, it's got Iron Hands. Uh, it only runs Colrus, uh, is its only supporter. Everything else is um, 
like switches and things like that, which is where I got the idea for for my deck. Um, was I basically took his, I imported it in TCG Live, <laughs> took out everything that wasn't like the Serena, uh, to add like the Serenas, to add the Panic Masks and Rare Candy, um, those kind of things. But uh, it's funny because everyone. <laughs> So I literally, so when I get up, I get ready because um, I'm working at home now. Like my office is like set up in the garage. Mm-hmm. So I get up, I get ready, eat breakfast, and then I go out to the garage and I have my like computer and everything set up there. And I just turn on Twitch and Andrew Mahone starts streaming at like 930 in the morning. Yeah. And he streams for like almost eight hours. Dude, I'm shocked by how long these guys are streaming for. Well, I mean, it's their job. Yeah, I know. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, I'll watch. I'll watch him until he's done, and then I'll just and then I'll flip over to Azul mm-hmm. and watch his stream for like the rest of the um until I'm like done working. And since <laughs> this past weekend. Every stream of Azul's, because Azul was known as, like, the Lost Box guy. Like, his group kind of, like, started the Lost Box Kyogre. Oh, Like, they were the ones who, like, really, like, pioneered it and, like, were playing it, like, heavy duty and winning. So anything that gets done with Lost Box, everyone asks Azul if he's going to be doing it. And (laughs) finally today, after, like, the 15th time... Of someone asking him if he's played or is going to play uh, the Tord box. He was like, I don't know, man. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But it's not what I'm playing right now. So stop asking. (laughs) (laughs) Was he like genuinely like annoyed? Like, dude, if you go onto his stream and you see some of the like and you look at the chat, I'm surprised home got like homeboy doesn't lose his shit more regularly. Like with the trolls and like the constant repetitive questions of the exact same thing that he just talked about like five minutes ago. Mm. You, I, you, he seems to. Sorry, go ahead, man. No, no. I was just gonna say. Do you, uh, do you think uh, TCG is definitely like the most? Like, I'm not trying to like. Obviously, we enjoy the TCG, but like, do they have like the most toxic community out of like out of all the other ones? I mean, I don't know if it's toxic because i think it depends on the streamer like if you watch andrew's stream especially since it's like more in the middle of the day it's a lot more people like our age watching it so like you could tell when school gets out if like the trolls like come in like everyone's just kind of like shut it shuts it down real quick um or he'll ignore it um but um I think it was was it yes yesterday? Yeah, yesterday Azul didn't have any moderators. Oh chat. no. <laughs> and it just was like once because this one guy just kept asking the same question over and over and over and over and over. Like he asked it like six times. And Azul, it was like one of those, what do you think about this in this deck? And he's like, stop asking me those questions. Like, stop. Just stop. (laughs) And he just kept asking, asking, asking. And finally, he's like, 
someone can one of my moderators put him on timeout? And like two minutes went by and he's still asking. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, I don't have any mods. <laughs> I don't have any oh, moderators. <laughs> and then it just like blew up. Then people were just like trolling him, like just to be funny. But um yeah, it's it's uh but back to the like the whole toward box thing today. Andrew was playing it on his stream, mm-hmm. like pretty much his whole stream, and Tord actually joined the chat. Oh, oh. yeah, and was like kind of like talk, you know, slow. He was like not really like you could tell he wasn't trying to step on toes. Yeah, you know, so he was like very like polite, like very very spaced apart, like you know responses and stuff like that, and. His one one te- one message was just, I don't understand why people think this deck is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> He's like, it's not that serious. He's oh, like, it, it it worked because of the surprise factor. He's like, I don't know how long this is going to work. Right. That's crazy. You know? But it's true. Like, when you look at the deck, so it's your typical um, Lost Zone. As far as like the Confies, uh, one Sableye, Cramorant, Greninja. Um, and then it's got Kyogre, which is pretty, pretty standard. You know, your uh, Mirage Gates, Battle VIPs. Like, you, if you look at like everything except the like energy, the rest of the Pokemon, and then just the fact that he's running three Poke Gear and no other supporters besides Chorus uh, Experiment. Um, it's pretty standard. And then he added Roaring Moon, Iron Hands, and then Origin Form, Palkia V and V Star. And like watching the did you did you watch any of it? Yeah. I like did. that dude, that that match was just like the way he came back and won that one game was just like what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cause it's always scary to watch anyone running Kyogre cause it's such, it's such a mind like stressing deck because you have to get your energy, like the exact amount of energy in your discard pile, hold on to your energy recycler, make sure you have enough energy to Mirage Gate onto Kyogre because Kyogre I think needs uh like it's four, three three energy for three Aqua energy Storm. for the Aqua Storm and two of them are water so you've got to get three energy onto him and you've got to get five energy into your your deck to pull out to do the two fifty on on the two bench Pokemon or on the two Pokemon. So you literally have to draw down to zero on your last turn. Roll Damn. the energy recycler to put the five energy in and then play the, the Aqua Storm. You mess up one time and you deck out. I have a, I have a question about decking out. Um, so with that strategy, when you have to like you're trying to get your deck down like as low as possible to make the Kyogre move like mm-hmm. effective. What happens if you're like doing like concealed cards or like using your comfies and you 
draw like you have like one card but the one card left in your deck but it's telling you you have to draw two do you deck out and lose or does decking out only mean when you like half your drawing phase on your the start of your turn the the draw the the initial draw at the start of your turn if you can't draw a card then you it's it's a deck out okay Um, if you are out of like if you draw your last card you have zero cards in your hand Obviously, you can't uh, like you can't use comfy or anything like that. But let's say you had two cards, you draw one and it wasn't the recycler and you know the last card is the recycler. You do the you know, you run comfy and you just do the flower selecting and grab the one card. You don't have to put anything in the in the law zone because it's keep one, put one in the law zone. You only have one card, so you're good. Got you. Okay. Yep, and then you just roll it into uh, what's it called? Um, then you roll the energy recycler in, and just cross your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like serious; like it's so much setup because you have to set up Sableye to drop damage on anything that two fifty isn't going to knock out, so that when you drop the two fifty, it knocks those things out. So like if you're trying to knock out like a like a EX that's like 300, you've got to get it like you've got to get at least like 60 damage onto it. You know. So, it's it's too stressful, man. Like I watch it, like I've watched people play it and I'm just like I can't. Like I get anxiety like just watching them play it. <laughs> but uh yeah, so there was two. What was it? it was I'm not even going to try. Gdansk, Gdansk is the Poland one, and then Brisbane for Australia. Yep. Um, the Brisbane didn't have any coverage because it was the same weekend as, like, the exact same days as uh, the Poland one, and it's. I mean, the two side the sizes of the two tournaments were like complete, like. Brisbane only had 388 players where Ganask had 997. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Pokemon company is going to be like, hey, there's more people at this tournament, so more people are going to be watching this tournament. Um, it's. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that it was in Australia. It's probably just straight because the other one was bigger. So, I mean... Um, they they basically done that with other regionals. There's been regionals where there's been twice in the weekend. This is not the first time. Oh yeah, I will. And I mean, if you're like in like, what is it? Uh, the APAC region, or like we're like, like um, because I know they have them in like what like Thailand or India or something like that in that area. Like those don't get no any idea. coverages. Yeah, those are on like their own circuit, right? Uh, I think, yeah. Like, anything, like... It's like the championship series or whatever. Yeah, anything like that doesn't get any coverage. Um, but, I mean, like... Like, I'm looking at... Let's see. Um, let's see. What do we have here from Brisbane? Uh, the number one, uh, the winner of it was Harry... Shall Shalcrass? Um, yeah. Yep. Sure. 
from New Zealand with Gardevoir. Uh, the runner-up was Haru Nishikawa. Nishikawa. Nishikawa Kawa. from Japan uh, running Charizard. Uh, and then it looks like we got Charizard in third, a yeah, Mew yeah. in fourth, a Fusion Mew, Fusion Mew in fourth, Gardevoir hmm. fifth, two Snorlax stall decks, <laughs> six and seven, and then another Gardevoir in eight. I'm trying to see if there's anything like crazy about these builds. That would be. Oh, there is. There is something crazy. But I don't want to talk about it right now because we didn't talk about Brisbane and or the not Brisbane, uh, whatever. Yeah, Uh, because. It's kind of like a mirror of what happened in Poland versus what happened in Australia. Okay. So if you didn't watch uh, Australia or not Australia, uh, the Poland one, uh, Snorlax stall came in and did you see this dude's record? No. no. Um, hold on. Let me see if I could pull it up. I got to find out. It's literally, that. yeah, they literally call it a Snorlax stall. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, I gotta pull him up on Pokestats. His record I, for the tournament, or just yeah. like his career record? No, well, his career record was like I think when they were showing it. Um, when I was looking at it, it was like fairly mid until like this. Like this is where he like blew up. Um. Okay, so he went fourteen two and two. His only two losses, one was to Maridon, and one was to Mew, uh, I'm assuming, because there's no... Uh, I, They don't show me what kind of Mew it was. Uh, was Mew. And so Mew and uh, one Maridon. His ties were Palkia, the, the Palkia deck that like got super popular now, um, and another Mew. <laughs> He went through. Hold on, I got to move this ad. Of course, it's like blocking it. Okay. Gardevoir, Gardevoir, Lugia, Charizard, Rapid Strike, Roaring Moon, Charizard, Mew, Maridon, Charizard, Mew, Maridon, uh, Rapid Strike, Rapid Strike, Palkia, Charizard, Charizard, Charizard. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like that was not an easy like it wasn't like he was like going up against granted he didn't hit a single loss zone mm-hmm. um especially loss zone garatina and it's funny if you watch the interview at the end when they asked him like what his strategy was it was like don't try not to hit lost box garatina <laughs> <laughs> like that was his strategy um but yeah, it was uh, it was it was an interesting uh, Dino. Did you get to like go back and watch the the that match? No, I didn't. But it sounds very cringe. <sighs> it was priceless, man. Like I feel really bad for the uh, the second place uh, guy. Was it uh, a- a- Aaron? Aaron? Yeah, Aaron King Kingma. 
Uh, he played was, Zard, right? Yeah, playing uh, Charizard. And this is the problem, and it's kind of the problem that I've always had with the Charizard decks. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, is the deck only runs one Switch card. His his one only had a yeah, he had one escape rope. He right? had one escape rope, and most only run like one escape rope or maybe one two escape ropes. Mm-hmm. But like, like the fact that like if you look at a lot of these decks minus minus lost lost box, a lot of these newer decks don't play a lot of switch cards. So this was like perfect for Snorlax, and the thing like I keep hearing is. No one respected it, so no one teched for it. Yeah. Because no one thought it was like a legit deck. And you just ran through, like, <laughs> ran through. The dude's um, crying in his 10 grand. <laughs> yeah. Like... Bro. Um, but so the, you know, the first first round, like the first match went about like 30 minutes. And they have 75 minutes to do three in the, yeah. the, the finals. Um, Lucas wins. Or Hukas? I forget how they said it. Wukas. Wukas. Something like that. For, it, forgive it, us if, if, yeah. if we're getting your name wrong. Um, if you listen to our show and you... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it, I mean, it was... It was a lot of... Draw pass, draw pass from the from the Charizard player. Damn, um, because you can't retreat, and the way that the the Snorlax deck works is it locks in a Pokemon that has a very large retreat cost. So like you don't play Radiant Charizard, and if you do, it's the only Pokemon you play. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the Mimikyu, right? Like, yeah, because Mimikyu is in there to stop the EXs, all that stuff. And honestly, the deck doesn't have an attacker. It has uh Crabominable, um, but I don't think it does any damage. No, it's just to speed up the deck out because you only run. It only runs one water energy, so you're not mm-hmm. even trying to use the attack. Um, so you're not going to get knocked out. Like the deck does not take prize cards at all. Yeah. <laughs> so when like it just was unfortunate that that first game he couldn't get that radiant Charizard into the active to start knocking things out. It. So correct me if I'm wrong, because when I was watching it, like knowing that it was a Snorlax stall deck, it almost seemed like the uh, Charizard player's goal was, okay. this guy's drawing a lot of cards. I'm just going to keep passing and let him like just deck out. And then he scooped when he realized that he had like the infinite recycle loop. Yeah. Going. And then he's like, okay, well, I can't win now. Scoop. Let's start the next one. But Exactly. Is that like an accurate assessment? No, that's exactly what he was doing. Once he realized that he couldn't get his Radiant Charizard into the active to try and get energy onto it, he just said, okay, well, 
I'm just going to draw one card. You're going to keep turning through your deck because you want to keep trying to get things out of my deck. So I'm going to let you play your game and I'm just going to draw a card and pass. Mm -hmm. So I've got 40 something, you know, turns before you deck out. You know, so that's exactly what happened. But then once he saw the whole Silene team, team yell, whatever cycle that just kept going, that's when he was just like, okay, let's scoop and go to the next one. Yeah. Um, and then I think he opened Manaphy. Yeah. <laughs> and that, at that point, he like second turn just scooped and it was like, that's it. He, yeah. he, he knew it was done. Um, He got. It's funny. People were upset that he did that. Really? And not play it out? Yeah. But like the streamers like that I watch or like the few people like I watch YouTube videos or whatever was like there was nothing wrong with him scooping that second game. There was nothing wrong with it. He played his first turn. He got Manaphy in the active. His second turn he drew. He couldn't do anything to get it wasn't he couldn't get anything out and he wasn't going to sit through another 30 minute game to lose. He already knew he lost. Mm-hmm. So there was no, there was no reason for him to continue on. So, I mean, <laughs> honestly, if I was the Charizard player and I saw that I was playing Snorlax, I would have just been like, give me my second place money and let me dip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think like the the re the rationale I I was coming up with with why he just scooped the second one is because he wasn't playing like um a penny or a uh, Professor Nothing. Turo's experiment, so like the Manaphy on his bench was just detrimental because yeah. it just it's gonna just get like bossed up or like uh, brought up. And then just locked on Snorlax, and he has nothing he can do. Nothing he can maybe can like one turn swap, you know, with his escape rope, but then he's just gonna have it be brought right back up. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that's why I like that professor. What is it, Professor uh, Professor Turo? Yeah, that, I like that card in my, in the deck that I'm using in um, TCG Live. Yeah, like it's helped me so much. Like I've used it. I think who was it? You or somebody said that they used it, and then. They got mad. Oh, no. Was it something with you? Maybe that like you use a card and you picked it up because it had damage and put it into your hand. Put it and back then, onto the. Yeah. Onto and then the put board, it back. Yeah. That's what I did. Back into it. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what I did to win a game in TCG Live. And I'm like, dude, this card just saved me. And I'm like, I mean, if you don't have like, a, uh, I guess, multiple escape ropes, I mean, that's another way mm-hmm. to take it out and then move a card from your bench to the active spot. Yeah. Um. So. And, and like, when you look at the deck, so stall decks and, like, control decks like that get a bad rap. It's kind of like, like, in Go, like, the people that play, like, a Grasshold team mm-hmm. or something similar to a Grasshold team. Like, we all call it, like, a D-Gen, you know, team, and it's just a tap-tap, whatever. Yeah. But when you talk to the players that actually play it a lot, they'll tell you it's there's more to it. Like you have to know what to switch into. You have to know if you start with something like you don't just let Bastiodon go and then switch to your next Pokemon and just keep tapping. Like you actually have to strategize. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Snorlax deck. You've got in your list, nine Pokemon. 
Mm. Yeah, didn't he like mulligan a couple times too? Yeah. So you're gonna mulligan. So you're giving your your uh, opponent extra cards, which is always a bad thing in any matchup. You don't want to give your opponent more cards. Um. So he's only playing nine Pokemon, one energy. And if you look at all of his Pokemon, Snorlax has four energy retreat costs. Yeah. So the next biggest one is Crabominable that has four, but everything else has one. So like if you start something like a Mimikyu or something like that, you have like that one energy. And I'm looking, he plays three pennies to pick things up. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. A two switch carts. And I think that's it for his switches. He's got for his personal stuff, but he's got like he's running four counter catchers and two bosses. Yeah. But like I'm saying for his his own like switching out. So like getting stuck with like <coughs> sorry. The the object of the deck is to get Snorlax in your active and get something locked in that they can't get out. Um so starting with something that's not Snorlax, like you have to figure out how to get in there. On top of that, Rotom V is your your draw engine. Mm-hmm. Now, when you can draw three cards every turn, just by clicking, like, or just by <laughs> yeah. saying, you know, the, the ability, the ability, your yeah. deck goes pretty quick. You know, you're playing a lot of things. You're playing, you're playing, you're trying to play at least one type of hand disruption or some type of disrupt, disruption card. Like, you're playing a lot. And if you prize, like, something like that he plays one copy of the team yell cheer which shuffles uh it's shuffle up to three in any combination of pokemon and supporter cards except team yell cheer from your discard pile to your deck and then the silene is you flip two coins put a number of cards up to the number of heads from your discard pile to your deck so that's how he does that that's how he got into that infinite loop he got down to just Silene, Team Yell, and he just kept recycling, 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 recycling. In so, theory, he could potentially deck out by whiffing the coin flips. He could. Um, it just wouldn't put he just wouldn't be able to put anything back in. And he would have to discard the Silene. But if the Team Yell was the last card in the pile he could pick that up and put three more cards back in. And of course, you're going to put in Silene. You're going to put the Silene, you're going to put in some stuff to get back, get things back into your into your hand, um, like a pal pads and stuff like that. So there's there is strategy behind it. Like I built the deck last night uh, and played a couple games with it. And it's fun. But it's not just put Snorlax in and win. Like, you actually, you have to do stuff. Like, you play, like, cards to go, like, you play the Misfortune Sisters, which looks at the top five cards of your opponent's deck 
Discard any number of item cards you find there. Your opponent shuffles their hand back into their deck, or shuffles the rest back into their deck. You play that card, you don't just grab the first five items you see, or like the first items you see. Like, you have to think, if I grab this item, does it actually affect the outcome of this game at all? Like, is that something they can use against me? So if you look at it and it's like battle VIP passes, you're not grabbing those battle VIP passes. You want your opponent to fill up their bench. You want them to put as many Pokemon out there as possible so you can just keep locking things in. Mm -hmm. So there's no purpose in doing that. And you could whiff. You could grab five cards and whiff. And then it's like you're out that one. And there's a lot. Like, I suggest, like, if if it's like something that like interests you to like build it and play with it. And you'll see, it's not just, it's not just like a meme deck. Like it's a legit deck. Like, is it, would you consider a very like technical like deck? Like, like it's like either you do like you do really well, or you just like, it just like screws you over. If you don't like pull the right cards. If you don't play it right, you can get screwed over really quick. So like it's it's like you got to know what you're doing. If you got to you... know how to play a stall deck in order to play it. Like you can. It's not like okay. I hate saying this because it's 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 my boy, but it's not like Maridon, where okay. any like that's your starter deck. Like that's like it's the deck you ask any TCG player. Like hey, I just got into TCG. What's the what deck should I start with? Everyone's gonna tell you Maridon. Because it's very linear, it's very straightforward, there's no... It is, put your Pokemon out, get energy, attack. Like, there's not, like, a whole bunch more to the deck than that. Would, okay, so, <clears throat> since... Okay, what's a lot more harder to use in your... For you, at least, or maybe in Matthew, if he wants to put in, in, input on this, but would it be, like, a Lost Zone... Or the stall deck to, that you need more position to use. I think Lost Zone is the is the most technical deck in the format to play right now. Okay. Um, I would say the stall deck is like right after. Everything okay. else has everything else is a little bit more linear. Uh, Mew, you have to kind of like watch out for things. Like it's a lot of resource management because you fall into that trap of Genes- using Genesect too many times, and now you're, like, out of cards. Yeah. Like, you have to know when to use Genesect and when not to use it, and, like, those kind of things. Um, but, I mean, every deck, like, uh, Rapid Strike with the Inteleon, like, those are... the That deck has, like, some thought to it, because you have to, like, discard energy, and you have to lay damage in certain spots so that when you use urshifu and you um gmax rapid flow and to drop like the damage you have to discard your energy from the pokemon so you end up with no energy so it's like you have to like make sure you're knocking things out when you're doing that because all of your pokemon except for octillery are three prizes yeah so like you know there's there's stuff like that every deck has like a like a thing you have to kind of watch out for maridon is a lot more 
linear, which is why I think it's probably the most fun deck to play next to like the turbo roaring moon that I've been playing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because it's literally just a dark version of Maridon that can just knock things out like with one. It doesn't matter what it is, it can knock it out. Um but it's just fun. Like like it's fun, it's fast, boom boom boom. Um but it's cool. It's it is this was a great tournament because like everyone is just like right now saying like this is the healthiest and i can't say anything because i don't know because you know i just started that this is like the healthiest the meta has been in a while life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was hearing like a couple years ago, it was just dominated by like Mewtwo. Uh, It was like (laughs) if you like watch some like streams from like uh, I'm trying to think who did it. They went back like 10 years in Pokemon and were like showing like the cards that were like popular and played Uh and literally like they pulled up like a regionals list and it was just Mewtwo, 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 Mewtwo. And I was like that seems like it sucks like that looks like it sucks um but even when lugia dropped like you'll hear people talk about like the laic that was two years ago when uh lugia v-star came out and it was just completely dominated by lugia and lugia and mew dominated the meta for a very long time so now that that you know a couple of expansions have come out there's a lot more like variety that's viable to compete yes yeah you have more options um you know you still have lost zone that's still like up there you still have um 
Gardevoir, you know, things like that. But almost every deck now has like a counter. So it's not like so like, oh, well, I'm just picking Lugia because nothing can beat it. So it's just a matter of if I draw my prize cards faster than my opponent. Yeah. You know, like to me, that's not fun. Like, that's not a fun game to play. Like, oh, I bricked, so I lose this whole round. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I kind of I do I do see what you're saying. Like even though I haven't been around like even as much as you uh, in terms of like TCG, um, I could tell just based on like seeing the stuff because like how many times I think there was a few times maybe someone mentioned that uh, the Mew deck is dead because of Charizard, but sure enough, it's twenty five percent I think like yeah. overall. Mew comes back. The thing the thing is is the players that play certain decks play that deck until it rotates out like the guy who won worlds last year plays nothing but Mew he played one tournament with a different deck lost like real bad and went right back to Mew (laughs) he's still playing Mew I don't know if I could do that dude like I get bored I got bored of Charizard not because like I was doing like good or bad, but just like, I, I like variety. Like I like yeah. switching things up. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it's kind of like with, uh, with like Pokemon go as, as a, as a few, like quick example where like I get bored of it, like the OG team or like a team that's even working for you. Like you just want to try something different. Um, yeah. and then you end up going back. I mean, this actually, I feel like I'm going to call this. I mean, I feel like Matthew's going to go back to Charizard and enjoy it. Like he did before, because like, that's what I did before with other stuff. Uh, and I'm like, ah, I got bored. I mean, like, kind of go to this, and it refreshes your like desire to use the other team again. Yeah, I yeah. was. I mean, I'm almost like done building like the two decks. Like, I have the Maridon, which I'm using, but I like borrowed cards from the Zard deck. So now I'm like trying to get those cards back so that I have yeah. like the two full decks. Um, but just like looking through like the like the Zard deck because I was I was showing like my buddy. Um, on on monday and i'm just like i'm just getting excited like explaining how the deck works and everything and it just like brings back like the memories and 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 everything with it so uh just take like a healthy break practice with something new and you could always like bounce back i'm i'm really enjoying like that aspect of of this game that's i that to me i think is what And if you notice, like, I've noticed something, like, over the past couple of months. A lot more Go players have started dipping their toes into TCG. Because I feel like... Not so... Like, outside of the, like, game being broken the meta is so stagnant. Like, I don't know with like these move updates, if it's going to like completely change anything, but for like the past two years, the meta has been pretty much stagnant. Like there's like, not very similar top 12. Every yeah. Time. There's not like a huge, like fluctuation and y- you can't, unless you're like, I don't know, like, 
um what is it? It it's Axion. It's Axion, yeah. Yeah. Like or someone like that who could probably pick up any team and win with. Like it's very hard to be like, oh, I just want to run Pokemon I like and be successful in Go, whereas in TCG, you could run a deck that you just really like and you could do pretty well in it. You know, depending on how well how how good of a player it you are. But there's just more variety to it. Like I was um Mrs. Astro started playing with uh started for my birthday. I said <laughs> the only the only thing I want for my birthday um was for her to play a couple games with me. Okay. So she she honored it, you know, as much as she it she didn't want to, but I gave her Maridon and I was playing Roaring Moon um, and like just walking her through everything like the first couple games we played open hand like so that I could explain her the cards explain you know I I tell her to make the move and then say okay well why did you make that move like you know kind of like walking her through after game two she was like okay I'm doing this on my own. Two nights later, she was like, are we going to play? Oh, snap. So like, and then she's like, oh, there's a mobile app for this. And I'm like, yeah, you can do. Does it have the deck that I was playing? I said, yeah, it has a similar deck, but, you know, we could build that deck on on the game. And that's the thing. Like. It has it's so much more than just playing cards like I feel like this encompasses so much more of what Pokemon is about than the other games. Like the VGC stuff seems very like cutthroat <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no reactions. Like, <laughs> um, as a person that I'm doing all three, I feel like I actually talked to who was it? I think it was Sherwood and Blind Craziness in regards to this. I think. I I find the most enjoyment um in regards to all three in regard like playing TCG and the the reason is also because it's in you guys can have your opinion on it but I think it's the easiest to learn uh as well in my opinion oh, it's definitely a lot easier it's it's the easiest to pick up the rules exactly and know and know how to play a game doesn't mean you're going to be good but you'll know how to play the game. I think, yeah, because I, I, like I said, I started doing VGC and like that was a lot of information to take in. But like once you understand, because like a lot of the, the the decks run the same supporters for the most part, right? Like Arvin, you know, you got the battle VIP pass, uh, you know, things like that. So like I feel like it's a little bit more, it's it's good for the game because it's more welcoming. Um, and, I, and that's how I see it, at least. I mean, just because it's easier, it doesn't mean like, you know, I mean, obviously, it's the one that pays the most also in the regional, so you got that. <laughs> I'm like, it's not yep. the reason why I'm playing right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's crazy. Like, you see, like, a, I mean, I'm not, like you said, stall deck. You you hear a stall deck. You think in Pokemon Go, you're like, oh, you're a troll. But in here, it's actually, like, not that easy. I think, like, it's easier to use, like, a like a grass hole team in Go versus, like, a stall deck. That looks complicated for me to, like, want to learn. Like, you miss a step and that's it. Yeah. Um, 
it's also TCG's a lot more accessible than the the other three game, the other two yeah, games. Exactly. Um, because you can literally say, hmm, oh, I like Charizard. I'm gonna build this Charizard deck. You print out the deck list, you go to T- TCGplayer.com, and you know, for like 50 bucks, you have your deck. Maybe a little more now. It's probably like 80. Like an actual deck? Well, like if you just bought the basic cards, like not for- like getting full arts or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Dude, that's maybe. a problem. Right now. <laughs> it, it's, it so is. That's why I'm like, <laughs> s- like trying to slow down in regards to like building decks. I'm like, uh, now I, I like, I, you guys saw me like in during Black Friday, I bought the, the, Maridon deck. Yep. The what is it? What is it oh, called? The, 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 the box. The, bo- the the battle. Yeah, the battle, yeah, the battle deck. deck yeah, the battle deck. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, this kind of like encourages and like it's awesome that they have that because like it's actually a, a pretty good deck uh, mm-hmm. compared to other decks that are actually out there and people don't know it's it's not actually good. Um, and I think like us like I think uh, us like kind of getting into it like Matthew getting into it, me myself like uh, like getting into uh tcg and like seeing how easy and like it could be for other people to join and that's why like when you mentioned like some people in go are like dipping their toes into you know even vgc as well but more like tcg i've definitely seen more in that just because it's easier and more welcoming and i think it's fun like yeah it was when i played you in person I, even though like i was nervous as fucking it's just you because it's in person it's like a completely like different completely vibe completely different vibe i'm like bro like this guy is in front of me like what if i want to <laughs> punch him because i got pissed <laughs> like, dude, dude <laughs> shuffling that deck at first is oh, so hard like, it's so hard and dude. you get like i remember the first time like i was like getting like i was getting sweaty like uh-huh. <laughs> like shuffling the deck and i'm like shaking my hands are shaking and i'm dropping <laughs> cards and i'm just like and oh, luckily God. like the guy i played against like he was, he was just cool. like that my first like in-person thing was just like it's all right dude just relax like he's like pick up the cards you know this is just you know a friendly game like we're not whatever and then he was like but learn how to shuffle properly if you're gonna try and play in a tournament <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> at least he was like honest about it yeah like, um what's the what's the trick for you like for me it's like trying to be as loose as possible with everything because i remember at first like i'm like i broke my my sleeves just trying to like jam them together so i just hold them i put like my index finger in the middle oh you riffle shuffle i riffle shuffle but long ways yeah 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 and not like this like yeah you can't see because this is a podcast um and then I riffle shuffle just the corners and then bring it in like that. Okay. Like I can't do that whole bridge thing where like they go. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm doing like the, the overhand and then I'll do situation. that. Yeah. I'll do yeah. both. I'll do a couple of that. Then I'll do a couple of these and then, you know, the, uh, whatever the pile, I just yeah. don't pile shuffle. Do, I hate that. Do you guys shuffle the cards when you're like actually have cards in your hand and you're playing? Like when you when you pick up your seven cards, right? Oh, I'm Are constantly doing, moving them around. Like you know, do you do like little like shuffling, like while you're like yeah? Well, I've like, seen the people do it. Like this is this is what you'll hear from me. Oh, wait, hold on. Because I'm just I I because I can't do that thing where they like 
flip through the cards real oh, fast. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that, I can't I, do that. I can't. I used to do that with so, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> so this is this is the like, I'm like the, the Matthew Breaker tip for this because I used to play like poker, like Texas Hold'em. Like I paid for like part of my cause tuition playing poker. That's crazy. I love it when people are like messing with their cards in their hand because it's such a tell if they have something good or not oh yeah so like Like, i'm just like yeah no fidget away my friend like like, when you see my cards they're just still in their hand like i'll like fan them out like just to double check to see what i got and then i'll put them back together and i'll just yeah like i i I would I'm like thinking in my head like you know the daydream like you're at a regional you make it up on stage and then I'm just picturing like the camera guy like and the announcer's like we don't know what's in his hand because it's just all just, like I already know always, what's yeah. in it like it's just down yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's it's fun but so back to kind of what I was saying with like the whole Poland and then also yeah. for Spain thing um So with with the stall deck winning, expect to see a lot more stall. So the first thing everyone has been asking, every streamer, everywhere, <laughs> and literally like the right, I think it was maybe like 20 minutes after the dude won, uh, Justin Basil posted like a thing with a card. So there was a card, was it last weekend? The the event was this past weekend. Uh no, when you it was last this past weekend, the weekend. Oh, before, when I posted it? When you sent us like uh-huh. hey, I'm deciding or whatever, you sent me a card. Uh-huh. Like you sent a picture of a card, a new card. And we all just kind of like I know I was just like, nah, like that's not no, that's not good. Like that's that's a bad card. A you bad were card. a lot nicer about it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was like, eh, I think you could find room for something else. Yeah, you're like, so tell me, like, what's what's your thought process behind this? And then, like, what in the back of your mind, you're like, this dumbass. <laughs> so there's a <laughs> there's a card. Well, since you discovered it, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you credit and say you discovered it before anyone else. Because you had it in your deck two weeks before or a week before this event. Yeah. I what? So the reason why I even was looking for it is because at my local, there was already somebody playing a Snorlax stall and I lost to it. So I was like, okay, well, if he's going to be a regular here, like I need something like playing Zard yep. that could at least help with this that's not gonna be a multi-prize or knockout yeah um i'm just like looking through my like limited cards and i came across um like minier Mm -hmm. the the fighter let me i'm trying to pull it up here i um i've got but it it seemed to like to be pretty interesting yeah. At least it, it didn't it required like one colorless energy um and it's able to deal damage based on the amount of like I'm, how much their retreat cost is. I got it pulled up here so you don't have to go through. Oh, it. okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so Minior is a fighting type uh, Pokemon, basic Pokemon from the Paradox Rift set. Uh, so the new ones. Uh, it has 70 HP and its uh, ability is called Far Flying Meteor. It says once during your turn, if this Pokemon is on your bench, when you attach an energy from your hand to this Pokemon, you may switch it with your active Pokemon. So it's got a built-in switch mm -hmm. that, because it's an ability, has no effect with the Snorlax. And then its attack is Gravitational Tackle for one colorless energy. It's 20 times, so this attack does 20 damage for each colorless like the retreat, each retreat uh, cost in your opponent's active for your opponent's active Pokemon's retreat cost. So like the energy per thing. Do you remember what I said Snorlax was? It was four. It was four. Snorlax is a normal type Pokemon. Which is weak to fight. Which is weak to fighting. <laughs> uh-huh. So you put one of those. It does 20. So already you're doing 80. And then you double that, it's doing 160, which I believe knocks out the Snorlax. Yeah, yeah if they don't Snorlax have like a bravery is, charm on it. Yeah, it's a hundred, it's a hundred and fifty unless they have the bravery charm. But even if it is, you get a second, you just do it again. And if they knock it out, just they can't knock it out. Because they don't have any fight, they don't have anything to knock it out. Yeah. So if they boss up something else. You just slap another energy on it to bring it right back up. So essentially you put it in your Charizard deck. You have, if you don't prize any of your energy, you would have eight switches. They only play four Snorlax. That's crazy. Yeah. So... As of right now, besides just adding a bunch of like switch carts and switches and escape ropes to your deck, I expect I expect San Antonio to have a lot of this card. Interesting. <laughs> but what was crazy was the two Charizards that were in the top three mm -hmm. in uh, Brisbane. The one that came in third had the Minior in his deck. Did it? Yep. There we go. Thinking ahead. Yep. Well, he's also <laughs> from Japan, so he probably he like Japan gets got the set like a few days before us. So and they're always like teching things and whatever like if you watch yeah, like they were the, doing the toad scroll tech for the like, chimpow for the chimpow matchup on the yeah so like they know like they know what's going on <laughs> so this dude had it in there and yeah crushed it hmm. i mean so. in this deck uh the day yeah because i see that the snorlax was in six and seven maybe that same guy beat those stall decks because of that card or do you Pro know who who the he faced uh, like i'm kind of curious if he did face a stall deck because that'd be amazing and we can 
confirm like Matthew called the the meta before. <laughs> uh, I don't. It doesn't look like Pokestats has. Um, has Brisbane up yet? Nah. So I can't see. Uh, I can't see what his matchups were. So, but I'm assuming second place he had to have hit. Maybe he could have. He could have avoided it the whole time. But if he didn't, if he did, he was ready for it. So. Hmm. So, yes, for people who are building decks, expect to see Snorlax stall a lot more. So, find a copy of that min min minior Um, or if you're playing Lost Zone, like you're pretty you're pretty safe with Lost Zone. Like you play enough switch cards and switches and stuff like that. Um, it's more for like the decks like Charizard. Um, I think Charizard. Uh, Chimpow only plays like a couple switches, um, things like that, uh, where you can't get out. Like, if you prize your escape rope or your one, like this dude, one escape rope, and they misfortune sisters and discards it, like, that's it, your game's done. <laughs> Scoop. It's over. <laughs> Scoop and go. <laughs> Um, it's not an unbeatable deck. Like, it's not like some. It's not like something that's just going to completely dominate everything. Mm-hmm. Like it has bad matchups. Uh, like Maridon is not a good matchup for it. Hmm. Um, the fact that that dude beat so many Maridons means <laughs> he probably <laughs> they probably wasn't playing great Maridon players, but Maridon has a pretty decent matchup against it. Um, Mew has a really good matchup against it because Mew again plays a lot of switch card, uh, cards. Um, Mew also has, uh, the fusion strike energy, which I believe if I remember correctly, the fusion strike energy stops that ability from affecting Mew. Let me check. Let me just check. Before I tell people the wrong information. What is... How does Mew get around the Mimikyu? Fusion Strike Energy. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar necessarily with Fusion uh, Strike Energy. Okay. This so, card can only be attached to a Fusion Strike Pokemon. Uh, this, uh, As long as this card is attached, it provides every type of energy. Prevents prevent all, all effects from all your, effects from your opponent's Pokemon pokemon's ability done to the pokemon this card is attached to okay so get something stuck in there attach a fusion strike energy onto it boom shuts shuts off the thing um and then you can switch and then mew um just drops damage like crazy everywhere like on the actives and since it can't get knocked out right you don't have to worry about losing your you know make you know and mew also has so if you get your mew v max in play and you have a mew on your bench um mew has uh 
an attack called Psychic Leap. Uh, and Psychic Leap does 70 damage, and you can shuffle the card and all attached cards back into your deck. So if you're, like, worried about decking out, you can... Or getting stuck or whatever, like, you could just Psychic Leap and, and get out of it. So and the the V Max ability is just one shotting everything on yeah because the the, the V Max uh is uh the cross fusion strike that's the one you use the most it you could choose one of your bench fusion strike Pokemon's attacks and use it as your as this attack so you have essentially when you play Mew you want to keep on your bench you want to have three. If you're playing Fusion Mew, you want to have three Genesect, one Mew, and then one um, Meloetta. Your other Mew, which is an active and you're switching back and forth, that's the one you kind of you evolve into the VMAX. But you want to try and always keep one Mew not evolved until you absolutely need to evolve it so that you can always Psychic Leap out of a bad situation. Hmm. it's a listen mew is a really fun deck to play (laughs) if you go if you you can't i think it they sold out of the the (laughs) code cards on the one place that i get to because i was going to try and get it for the kids because i figured Mm -hmm. like that's a good deck like that's a fun deck for for everyone um you can literally go on amazon right now and buy not the like exact Mew VMAX deck that you would play, but pretty much everything that you need for it on Amazon in the battle deck for like $26. Jeez. Wow. And it is a legit competitive deck. Like, if you want to go to a local and play Mew VMAX, like, you can. Regionals, yeah, it's kind of a little harder because a regionals meta is a lot different than a locals meta. Um, like I know my locals meta, you don't want to bring Mew VMAX because everybody plays Charizard. Oh, really? It's like, it's either Charizard or Lost Box. That's why I did so well with Roaring Moon because I just hit the, the Gardevoirs and the Charizards and those Mm -hmm. are easy matchups for Roaring Moon. Lost Box is a little, it's a little rougher. So knowing your local meta is very important for like your regionals. Like you were saying, like you, you teched for that stall deck because you knew that guy was playing stall deck and he comes all the time. So he's going to always have it. So you're going to get matched up against him at some point, you know, so having a, you know, those things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that translates when you go into a regional. Because right. a regional meta is completely different. It's just like a Go Battle League meta is different than, you know, the play, the regional Pokemon, you know, play meta. Um, it's kind of the same thing, but it's still, it's, it's a lot more similar. When is, um, yeah, the next transition for phasing out cards? Rotation? The, yeah, the next rotation. <sighs> Let's hope, Matthew that rotation is after Knoxville. 
Because I don't think we get another set until February. Wait, are we getting... Well, I guess... Uh, uh, the the other set's coming in January. So I don't think it's... Maybe it's just anything. the shiny... I think just, yeah, shiny. the Paldean Fates is just re- shiny reprints. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's nothing crazy. I don't think we get the next one until February. Okay. And that's when I think they'll rotate. And we need to hope as Maridon players, that there's a reprint of Flaffy. Yeah, because the, the Dynamotor Fla- is key. Flaffy rotates out because it's an um, E block. What is um what block is is going to be the next one? Like do you, like do you know? So like, they wrote they just this last rotation they rotated out D. So okay, so it's just an order. Right now E and up are eligible so everything that's getting printed now is i think like g f and g um so your next yeah. rotation e the e block will get rotated out so and you'll only be okay. able to use um f g and then i guess uh, h or whatever yeah you know that's okay. that's how they do it to keep the meta um good Fresh. but what I learned was Dynamotor has been on other Pokemon. Wait, like that ability has been around just really? on different Pokemon. I think it was on. Um, uh, I think it said El- electric. Uh, yeah, electric. It was electric that had it before. Yeah. Um, and then I think pig. uh and not Embor. It's Pignite, whatever the middle one is. I think that one had a Dynamotor or a version of Dynamotor for fire. Let um, me look this up. I think, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I know... Inferno uh, Fandango. Yeah. It is just, but it's uh, the stage two instead of the stage one. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think they'll do if they don't do a reprint of Flaffy, there'll be another electric type. Like to take over. The take over. Because I mean Maridon is such a it's like I mean Maridon and Coridon are the faces of Scarlet and Violet. So like mm-hmm. why would you want to phase that deck out with just because literally that deck has a very hard time. Try and play it without Flaffy. It's not as fun. <laughs> well, I know for a fact I'm playing it wrong because I'm having a hard time keeping Flaffy's on the bench. So. <laughs> Everybody goes for Flaffy first. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's the engine. I need it some is. coaching, buddy. <laughs> right on is so it's fun. It's so much fun. I thoroughly enjoy it. I feel it's got a lot of flexibility in it. Yeah. Like I I played with it on TCG Live against a Snorlax stall. And like with my Charizard deck, it was like really, really hard to deal with. But with my ride on, I felt like I had a lot of maneuverability with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you definitely have more. Plus, with the fact that you have electric generator, you have 14 energy in your deck. And most of your Pokemon, except for Iron Hands, only use two to three energy. So attaching by hand to your active is not a problem. 
Right. Like everything in your deck you can use to attack. You don't play anything like a uh Manaphy or a Greninja or something that you can't get out. Like you can't even use the attack because you don't run that type of energy. Right. Like Mew is the only thing that's not electric and squawkabilly, but they're both colorless energies. Yeah. So if you get stuck with a with a squawk ability, you could just motivate every single time. <laughs> and it and motivates pulling energy from the discard pile and putting it onto your bench. So you're setting up your attackers. So when they switch out that one, you know, it's 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 a good deck. It's a lot of fun. There's a reason it's one, two, it's one a regional and an IC. It's yeah. it's a good deck. It's no longer uh what is it? They call it mid ride on. <laughs> mid ride on. <laughs> um Yeah, so it was good. Uh but I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, are you are you guys looking forward to the, the new set coming out? Uh the shiny set? Yeah, the Peldean Fates. Not I was until this morning. <laughs> Oh, you weren't until this morning? Yeah, I was. I, no, I was until this morning. I was like psyched about it oh. until this morning. I'm sorry. When buddy. he just burst in wait. my bubble. Oh, because uh, wait, he, so he showed him part of part of my birthday gift was I got three gold Maridons, the the um, hyper rare, secret rare, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, yes, awesome. Like they came in the mail. I took a picture. I should showed the guys. And I wake up this morning and I look and I see a message from Matthew that just said, did you see the new gold hollow foil uh, Maridons? And I just locked my phone. (laughs) He said, not today. I said, no, no. Why? (laughs) Why? Uh, I I saw those and I was like I the thing about it is like I just from like a printing perspective am really curious how like how it's going to look but I'm thinking about it from like a play perspective and I'm like well how raised is raised because it's gonna be like the V maxes you think yeah I mean it can't be that raised it'll feel weird in the Maybe like, do you have, do you have one of the, do you get the UPC, the, the Mew box? Yes. Uh, I have a different one. Uh, the, but it, the, it's textured, like, the, yeah, foil the metal card. Yeah. Like if you feel it, I think that's what it's going to feel like. Okay. Hmm. But it'll be a lot flimsier, though, obviously, than a metal card. I, I will say, though, I think your your maridon look cooler because you have the color on it yeah i like the color um the the greenish like gray or whatever is pretty sweet but uh, i'm okay hopefully maybe those will just be exclusive for japan because japan so like there's i realize like certain cards battle vip pass that's like a it is not um it's not a card that's printed in Japan. It's in like a special. It's like in a special set. Really? Like, I think it's Battle VIP Pass that they were saying, 
There's like a couple cards that we get, like that we have that we use in all of our decks that Japan doesn't have because they were in special like uh like winner sets or something like that. And it's like a hundred, like a hundred or two hundred dollar card. Oh jeez. It's like stupid expensive. Wait, which card is that? I think it's Battle VIP Pass. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I was gonna say, I'm like, I'm kind of curious what that card would be. January 26th. I mean, we still got two months until the next set, so that's like a little good for my wallet. <laughs> give your give your finances a break, dude. Maybe I mean, it after isn't. after Black Friday. Yeah. I wish I could remember if it was for sure. It's it's a card that we use a lot. And that's why I was that's why I'm thinking it's uh battle VIP pass. Um but it didn't come in any of the sets for them. Uh so it's really ex- expensive. Cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the uh the TG TCG podcast what? for the, the week T- the btwtcg podcast <laughs> yeah yeah sorry for everyone who listened to the show this week i was like i'm still like you heard me cough a million times if if matthew doesn't cut it out um you may yeah i was i was dead like i just couldn't i couldn't do it so um but since so many of our discord members are now playing and we've gotten very good responses about how they like this part. Decided not to uh, let it go. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week in a few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait. Yeah. A few days. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.